0: cheaters welcome to the always cheating podcast my name is josh i'm here with brandon brandon how are you doing all right josh let's get into it double game week news
1: uh i'm looking for upsides here Mm -hmm. uh as as we look ahead you know i was was talking with some of our friends on the always cheating discord and i've i'm entering the sort of quicksand phase of the fpl season and that's when the more you struggle the Quicker you
0: sink, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, so how do we be cool in this moment yeah. of the FPL season, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you need you need some like black swan events, right? And maybe maybe a double game week, yeah. you know, presents that for you. So, uh, and and yeah, Brandon's, uh, you, you know, you're sort of on the injured list right now too. People <laughs> may hear your voice sounds a little more nasal than than usual. You're battling got, a cold, you know, so I've got some Dayquil just like coursing through yeah. my veins right now. Yeah.
1: So day Dayquil is the poor man's <laughs> horse placenta. We all yeah,
0: know. yeah, exactly. The, the blood spinning or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, credit to you for, for uh for coming on and doing this pod. And uh yeah, we'll try to keep the energy I might we might, might might it might be a slightly shorter pod than usual. So instead of our normal yeah. hour and seventy seven mm-hmm. minutes whatever. It'll we be, won't have to split this episode
1: into two dvds when we ultimately yeah. release it and at
0: best box buy. set yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly all right so game week 24 we're nine tenths of the way through uh obviously the the match tomorrow is a big one for you and i um we both uh brought in a captain holland um i actually have three players in tomorrow's match because i have holland foden and alvarez i sort of went with the just play all three and yeah. see if two out of three come through for you uh there's an extra kind of uh and like I now I'm sort of like maybe Holland pulls up lame right like uh, has a as a, a setback <laughs> and my vice captain Ollie Watkins yeah. can can come in for me that would be uh kind of ideal uh, who is your vice captain right now
1: for 20 uh the one uh Ollie Watkins is my vice wow. captain as well wow. so yeah. we're both sort of there praying for tragedy.
0: Uh, and, <laughs> short-term, tra- yeah, like a totally. short-term tragedy. <laughs> yeah, very short-term tragedy.
1: Yeah, but I was I was actually uh, waiting in line for a car wash while Ali Watkins was doing his thing against okay. Sheffield United, uh, and that was a uh, that was a long wait. A for the car wash, like five mm-hmm. minutes it takes for these cars to go through this car wash, uh, and you get a line of five people. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot of anger building up in that car along with me seeing all these Watkins captainers uh, (laughs) have the time of their lives. Now, Watkins is an interesting character throughout the season. You know, I have famously had him for all but one game week, the game week in which he scored 24 points. Now I have him for game week 23, but somehow it still feels like I missed out. Uh, I mean, am I wrong to feel this way?
0: Well, no, I mean, I, he was his effective ownership. Right. So um, and I, you know, I, for everyone who doesn't know, right. Basically, if you own a player in fantasy, you have 100 percent of that player. Right. And if you captain a player in fantasy, you have 200 percent of that player. Right. Because you get the you get the uh, their points doubled. Triple captain would be 300%, right? Yeah, right? Uh, so yeah, 200%. So his, um, so obviously, you know, if a player is 64% owned and is captained by half of his managers, that gets him to ninety. percent six percent effective ownership right something mm-hmm. like that you know that's no that's that's exactly right uh and so you know so Ali watkins going into um, yesterday's match was at a like exactly 100 percent effective ownership so it didn't really help or hurt his return uh, obviously if you captained him it helped tremendously yes, yes uh and if you kind of went the other way and tried to be it, it was another week. I mean, we actually have had several weeks like this uh, over the last handful of weeks where it, it, was, you know, it was pretty wide open captaincy. There were really quite a lot of options. And I think, you know, Palmer made sense. You could even argue for Saka. He, you know, obviously scored. But um, yeah, Bowen, uh, I guess Dominic Solanke was the other kind of big one, yeah. right? There was sort of like, do you just kind of go with Solanke? He's been so, solid. Bournemouth have been so good. I, I saw some, someone had like pulled together. It was like a rolling average of underlying uh, attacking and defensive performances, and Bournemouth were ridiculously high uh, in both. It was like top three in both. Yeah. Like they were just playing so you know, extremely well at the moment. And uh, of, of course, then they you know inevitably get a one-one draw with with Forest. But uh, yeah, and Gio Reyna, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. made his made his appearance. That was kind of cool. Hashtag sure. U.S. Men's National Team. And we also found out just today that the World Cup final is going to be in. New Jersey slash they're going to call it New York, uh, sure. but listen, yeah. you wouldn't have MetLife stadium there if New York wasn't across the river. Okay. So it's like, it's, it becomes this sort of semantic game, but it's like, it's not yeah. like that stadium was there and then New York became a powerhouse like city or whatever. Right. So it is, I mean, you know, so it's it, there, there it's, it's connected New York and New Jersey. So I, I remember I being
1: stuck in a train station in Freiburg, Germany, and some guys approached me who were Dortmund fans actually traveling. Through the city for a match and they approached and asked where i was from i just exuded americanness and i said oh i'm from the the great state of michigan I was, yep. I was in college at the time and they're yep. like, we have no idea where Michigan is. <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, well, Lansing, the capital city of Michigan. Nope. Still no <laughs> <Lansing>. <laughs> idea. So then I said, uh, Detroit and they're like, yeah, Detroit rock city. Yeah. So I go. feel like, uh, New York is the Detroit rock city of the East coast. And they just yeah, have to say listen. that. So the rest of planet earth knows so where this is going to happen.
0: Kind of a branding relatively. exercise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, um, Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We'll obviously talk. I mean, this is literally two and a half years away still. So long, long way to go. But it's very exciting. And uh, I'm excited about Copa. I have to get you there with Copa this, this summer, I am super excited about it just because I think it'll be fun to have all these South American countries here. Uh, you're, you know, less, you're not, you know, you're not really, you're sort of half American now. And I I don't know if that changes, you know, things for you a little bit. You're just excited to
1: host some Chilean families in your spare (laughs) bedroom or something like that. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Copa America,
1: it's going to be strange this summer in that it's, why is it being played in North America?
0: It's just like, uh, it's just like Colin. it's just like calling MetLife stadium in New York stadium, but it's just, it's just, there's okay. money and branding involved in having it here in the, in the U S it's, it's pretty much exactly why.
1: Yeah. I mean, Messi should want the air miles, I think, you know, uh, you know, I know he lives in the United States now, uh, some part of the year, you know, yeah. he should be, he should be wanting to travel back down to South America. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that's true. That was, it was a chance to get back for us and for, for a couple yeah. months. All right. Well, um, anyway, back to back to FPL for for a moment here. I had uh, so tomorrow I've got Holland captain. We'll see what happens there. Uh, otherwise, it's it's a pretty kind of gray arrow. I mean, I, I'm on a red arrow, but I, I uh, you know, three players to play tomorrow, my captain. So I, I everything still to play for. Uh, but the big thing for me that it was just kind of a bummer was. Yeah, all Friday I'm waiting for, and I and I'm not like complaining. It's just like it's just the way it worked out is kind of a bummer. But all, all Friday I was I, you know I was waiting for hope some ho- I was hopeful that we get some double game week news on Liverpool and game week twenty five, and uh, it was sort of heavily predicted that we would, uh, and then that came and went, and so late Friday evening I was like, well. It's just very short time frame now. It's increasingly unlikely that Liverpool will play a double in 25. Um, and so I might as well just go ahead and pull the trigger now and and sort of attack game weeks uh, 23 and 24. Uh, and so I decided to move Huang, who'd been on my bench forever, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and turn him into uh, Anthony Gordon, and uh, Gordon gets the first half assist. I mean, such a bummer he went off injured because uh, that match ended up becoming a wild match, right? And yes. it would have been great to have 90 minutes of him. So I got I got four points um, and uh, he went off injured. And while it's, it's so funny, all this Kyle Walker controversy about seven content creators who got Kyle Walker <laughs> <laughs> information and didn't tell anybody or whatever. Uh, I'd say the bigger controversy is while all Americans were sleeping, a double game week was announced ahead of the, tw- <laughs> ahead of the game week 23 deadline That had a much bigger impact. I feel like long-term, I mean, I absolutely would not have brought in Gordon, right? I would have just <laughs> saved my transfer yeah. or brought in a Liverpool player. I mean, it was a, you know, it was pretty massive in terms of how it changed your strategy. So now I'm sort of, I've got an injured Gordon and I'm sort of not as prepared as I should be for, for 25. And, um, you know it's just it's just tricky because going into 22 um i did hold my transfer and i one of the reasons i did is because i wanted more information i was hoping to have more information in game week yeah. 25 right. um and i and i ended up having kind of a bad game week and i was sort of lamenting the fact that i kind of sat on my hands and i was trying to be patient so this week i was like no don't do that any longer just go for it take your chances uh and so i do and then it, it doesn't um it didn't pan out so the way i see it though brandon here's what i i i, I finally okay. i got myself to an okay place because i'm almost almost... certainly now going to have to take a hit before game week 25 right a four point hit Mm -hmm. however i would have started odegaard instead of instead of gordon right so gordon ends up on four points odegaard ends up on two points so had i not made that transfer i would be down two points right now so if i take a minus four it's really more like a minus two (laughs) i love it and so yes and it's like i know this kind of stuff is kind of dumb but it's like listen this is it, it was it was like when Dubrovka got me the one like he got three saves in the end of that four four match. I ended up with one point out of zero. You got to take your wins where sure. you it's can it's marginal. Get them. This exactly. game is it's, marginal. Exactly, take them, you know, it. It's a competitive game now, and you got to take those wins where you can get them. So, so that that was my like. And I, and I recommend everybody try to find a way to do this,
1: <laughs> just yes. like try
0: to turn a, try to turn a loss into a, Look for the into wins. a, not, yeah, not quite a win, a kind of a stalemate or something. So, so just yeah. just
1: on your team, what are you thinking about Gordon then at this point? Is he a, an immediate sell because he yeah. left the stadium and crutches in a boot? He's got a twisted ankle, but you know, yeah. miraculous recoveries recoveries are the story of this Season is—is yeah. is he not the biggest fire you feel you have to put out right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, I look at my team for twenty-four. I—I I, I don't have to move him if yeah. I don't want. Like you know, it's—it's not, um, it, I, you know. So I think for me, I would love to see if we get any kind of news on sala over the next week or so. Um, that's that's you know I, he, you know, they posted a trading ground pick. Yeah, who knows what that means? He was alone um, though. He was alone. He was alone, like it's like George Costanza. I was alone. Uh, now I mean, he was, uh, yeah, so it's hard to say. I don't think we'll see him for gaming 24. Could we now see him for 25? I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. that anybody does. And I, I sort of would be suspicious of anybody who claimed with a lot of confidence at this point to right. know uh, what we'll get. But I, I think this is what's throwing off my planning a little bit, right? It's like it's hard to look ahead to 25. and and sort of know exactly what the best team looks like because uh, we haven't even seen Holland start a match yet. Right. And so uh, it's like, well, I don't know. It's like, do I want to triple captain Holland in 25? Well, not until he starts at least one match, right, yeah. <laughs> right for yeah. for Man City, and it's, looks good yeah. doing it, and looks good doing it. That's true too. He yeah. did, he did, he looked a little shaky. Now it, it wasn't. It was not so shaky. The thing is, it's like it, it was shaky in terms of his finishing, but he was dangerous. He was running. He was yeah. sort of you know. He looked yeah, he looked fit. Positionally, he's always so good, right? He does exactly how to hang on the back shoulder of the defender, and we saw that even the, in the you know the final twenty minutes of that um, of the of the Burnley match. And so it made me feel like okay, like this that, that you know it just you've got to be out on the pitch for a while to yeah. kind of get that back. So um, I was okay bringing him in, but yeah, let's see about about the you know the, the triple captaincy, even the like, captaincy, right? So uh, and just to so that we're not like totally putting the cart before the horse, um, double game week twenty five is officially a kind of super not quite like end of year super, but a pretty big double game week. Um, and you have uh, Liverpool. They will play away to Brentford and they host Lutontown, right? Great double. Like if that were an isolated, only only team to play twice, you'd have three players and you'd consider triple captain, them, right? But wait, Brandon, because right. Man City also play twice at home. They play Chelsea Blimey. and Brentford at home that, that same double game week. Um, and then you have Lutontown who play Man United and Liverpool, but suddenly Lutontown are like, I don't like the most dangerous team in the like. They can score anybody. Eight goals and two. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, it's you. You and I, we had a lot of fun with Luton early. I just love how much we've talked about them. They're they're probably still going to go down, but I don't know. I don't know. They
1: look good, Joshua, and And I think you have to be real about that.
0: (laughs) It's true, and even if they even if they do go down though, they have brought the fun this season, right? They're not one of these anonymous one season up one season down. Never think about them again. Luton will stick in our our brains for a long time. So congrats to them. Uh, and then finally you have Brentford who play Liverpool and Man City, which is obviously a terrible double, but Ivan Tony has decided that he is going to score in every single match throughout the rest (laughs) Uh of the season. So he is at least on the table, I think as a possible forward option. So, um, you know, just to get us going here a little bit, talking about these doubles and I don't want to make the mistake of like, there is a game week 24. There's a game week in front of us right now. We will talk about that later on the pod, but you know, certainly. And and the other thing that makes it a little bit tricky too, is that uh, in game week 26, uh, you have a handful of teams that don't play right because of the league cup final. Um, and so Liverpool don't play uh, in 26. So that's one of the teams that's a, maybe a little trickier to trip up on them because they don't play in 26. Um, like for, like in my case, I've got like two injured players on my bench. Right. So if I brought in triple Liverpool, I, I would be, you know, I'd have replaced, I'd have five spots to fill. Um, and that's assuming I get rid of Cole Palmer and, 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 Poro, it's So I, I, I do think that, you know, for me, as far as I'm concerned, I'm really, I'm trying to see 24, 25 and 26 as almost like one cohesive transfer strategy, mm-hmm. right? Sort of thinking about all three of them at the same time. And honestly, probably 24 gets a little bit less attention. But part of the reason why is because Liverpool and Man City both have good fixtures in 24 right? Man City host Everton at home and gaming 24 and Liverpool host Burnley. So any moves you'd make for, for 25 for the, for their doubles, you can just make those this week. Right? If you're thinking about a minus four or even a minus eight, you can just go ahead and kind of pull the trigger on some of those moves early because um, you've got a week in between right? the matches too. So it's not like there's there's no midweek um, chaos for either, mm-hmm. either squad to, to worry about. So um, I think that does make it a little bit easier because I know everyone who's played fantasy for a long time has, has, has been guilty of the focusing so much on the double game weeks or worried about an a, a upcoming blank or something like that um, that they just – neglect a really great fixture in front sure. of them. But I just don't think that's as much of a concern, uh, this, this particular game week.
1: Yeah. And I've been thinking about what has been going wrong with my team and how do I fix it? So a yeah. uh, big misses for me this week were, uh, just another blank from Bowen, a blank from yep. Slonky, who's been relatively good for me, certainly. Yep. And yep. then the entirety of my defense. So if yes. I just say in a vacuum, <laughs> Let's yep. look at game week 24 and what can I fix just, yep. just for game week 24 to get me moving back in the right direction. And it all feels so, uh, variance feels high to me mm-hmm. right now. So for yeah. me to just pick one player or one transfer out of the hat for game week, 24 doesn't feel like a, like an optimal strategy for me at 1.4 million. So I, And I am choosing to just look ahead to game week 25 because like you called it the black swan events earlier in the pod. I I think for people who are really kind of in that quicksand moment, this is uh, the double game week is the only thing to get you out of it. Because I, I have lost all faith in the single transfer that will transform Uh, My season. So I'm I'm planning to roll in 24 and just kind of like see yet another game week play out the level of defense in the Premier League right now. It 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 is like watching the XFL. Okay, so the (laughs) NFL, a longstanding sports product in America and uh, Trump and Vince McMahon came along and decided we need things to be just a little bit more awesome. And yeah, so let's the We do need a guy
0: end. named He Hate Me on the team. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, I, on, and, on and I
1: think the Premier League is like one step away from letting players put their own uh sort of phrases on the back of their jerseys.
0: Yeah. I think it's I think it's part and parcel with the, all the injury stuff that we talked about. I think we may even talked about this in last week's pod, but just matches stacked on top of matches, COVID, lots of post-po- postponements. So you had a lot of a lot of matches played over the summer over the last couple of years. A lot of, I I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if that's a factor or if it's just the town level is so high that there's, you know, there's so much money in the premier league that even, even kind of Luton level squads, right? Like maybe, maybe five years ago, a promoted team like Luton would have been, would have looked more like Huddersfield or whatever. And Newcastle keep a clean sheet in a, in a home match like that. Right. Certainly I did not expect them to concede four, and not even really look like, it didn't look fluky, right? It was like they, they conceded four; it could have been more, right? It was a—it's bizarre. And and someone was like, "Well, they're missing Joe Linton." And I'm like, "Yeah, but like, it shouldn't. Newcastle should not rest on Joe Linton. Like that should not be. I mean, he's a very good player, and I like him a lot. But like, you can't you can't concede four goals to not to this home degree. Be,
1: yes. Yeah, exactly. That's that <laughs> like, big of a of a loss. We, it was just I,
0: like it was just like six weeks ago, right? When they like hosted man united and it was like a scrappy one nil win right and so i don't really know what what changed i mean i i don't know it just uh, discombobulated yeah so i mean the liverpool uh,
1: so the the strategy josh of attacking the doubles in 25 again liverpool yep. is kind of tricky because of that blank yep. I and i i don't know i still think i'm going to be tripled up on liverpool uh going into that and then using my transfer going into game Wing 26 to offload one of those Liverpool players. I don't yeah. feel like I'm going to want to transfer Cole Palmer out just given how insanely high his value was from his, his, yeah. his purchase price at this point.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you there too. I, um, yeah, I, I think, I, I mean, for me, it's, it's just going to be hard for me not to take a bunch of hits I think over the next three weeks or so. And I'm just, I'm kind of just resigned to it again. I think with, with the doubles, they, they don't hurt as much, right? Because if you're buying players that you think are going to start, um, both those game weeks, then it's, it's, it's a little bit like my justification for why the Gordon move is okay. Right. It's like four versus two, (laughs) you know, you just sort of double your chances a little bit. So I, I, you know, I think, um, yeah, I, okay. So let's, let's, let's get into some questions about game week 25. um, The uh, CK Wiles asked, um, how would you rank the order of double game week 25 players? And it's kind of crazy that I don't know that there's a consensus at all on this. Like Mm -hmm. if Holland is healthy, then he's probably the top player on that list. I think once you get past Holland, it is completely wide open in terms of who would be number two on that list. Like let's assume that Salah is not ready. Yeah. OK, just for the sake of this conversation.
1: Yeah. And then you would uh, you would think I would say Trent Alexander Arnold should be second behind Holland. And there I, I agree. There are caveats with Holland still, which is insane. And now yeah. there are caveats with Trent where we all talked about Connor Bradley's midweek performance, which was incredible. He was not in the squad. On Sunday against Arsenal, and then mm. Trent gets subbed around the 58th minute. You think Klopp is maybe being a little careful with Trent's minutes as he comes back from his minor injury. But point is, it's yeah. not like Trent is what he was six yeah. eight weeks ago, just like locked in right. 90 minutes and doing absolute bits the entire time.
0: Totally, and it wasn't like he was subbed in a. It ended three three one, but it was it was two one at the time. Where I, so it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like cop uh, was just, uh, you know, like it wasn't like the match was over. The it game was, was like, still yeah. there
1: for Liverpool. Exactly. There was just exactly. one particular moment that sticks out in my mind of Martinelli receiving the ball, turning to size up uh, Trent, and just kicking the ball around him. It was like,
0: oh yeah, it Martin cannot Lally. be
1: overstated how terrible a one-on-one defender Trent is
0: martinelli was was roasting him as well in the match and i I think i think it's really tricky with him and i i actually think i'm probably gonna end up fading and just not having trent uh for 25 and part of the reason why is because connor bradley has played so well and i think when you look at game week 25 it's uh, you know away to brentford home to luton and then league cup final right so the luton match will fall in between um the brentford match and the league cup final and it's home to luton so if you're still kind of worried about trent now obviously liverpool have to take every match incredibly seriously right they're they're very much in the in the title race right now but um is that an opportunity to play conor bradley in that in that home luton match right it, i think there's like enough slight worry there that maybe Trent doesn't play three in a week that I think that's enough for me to to try to get away with not having him
1: yeah perhaps I mean Connor Bradley was missing because of quote personal reasons maybe he uh after his performance in midweek came into the locker room and just threw up some some middle <laughs> fingers and said I'm too big for this club <laughs> I
2: <don't know>. I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna wait for Real Madrid to to call and we may never see him again I don't know I, I, I agree I agree with your view on Trent as a Trent owner. I will try to find the positive side. I do think he yeah. is one of those players who can just post a yeah. big score. so apparently uh, I, his yeah, apparently his dad died. Um, Connor Bradley.
0: Which is a personal reason. That is, is very. It is yeah, a personal yeah. reason.
1: So yeah. you know, yeah. and and uh, I, I hate that that would happen to anybody. Uh,
0: of course, obviously, I think it just came out. I just googled it. I don't think you. I think I don't think you did anything wrong there. <laughs> All uh, right, so let's get back to the question though. Um, ranking players now. We, we you know Connor Bradley probably not in our top. Three now, you know maybe uh, yeah. it will call this the Connor Bradley Memorial Ranking System. Let's do it. Yep. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so his um, dad's
1: memorial now. Connor Bradley is still among the living.
0: Connor Bradley's father's memorial yep. ranking system sure. for Game Twenty Five. Yes, exactly. So um, I think that um, uh, Darwin, <laughs> poor, poor Darwin, probably needs to be pretty high on yes, this list. Yes,
1: but you're putting. We, we got to put Jota above Darwin. So huh, okay
0: do do we I mean yes okay here's here's why I think there's at least I just want to get some solid news because this is this is huge because when Salas healthy Jota is not a full-time starter not always I mean sure. there's just too many players there's five players for three slots and he becomes a little bit more of a rotation risk
1: yeah, I mean Gakpo stunk against Arsenal, barely touched the ball, didn't yeah, really he know where to wasn't be. He? Yeah. Uh Jota was was anonymous too. The, the the attack was tough, and I guess Luis Diaz was the most probably had the most impact on the game and the attack.
0: Yeah, I thought he played well. I thought he played well at the end of um the 20 game 22 match as well. Mm-hmm. Um when he got that scored the goal on mm-hmm. the um Darwin assist. Mm-hmm. So, I still think Jota
1: is just given his consistency of returns. I yeah. wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't reject Jota just because of rotation risk, because I think the fixtures are good enough to where yeah. if you get one start and one sub- substitute appearance from Jota, he's still ranked pretty high.
0: I also consider him to be a pretty high ceiling player. Right, part of the appeal for him is even if he only got one start in 25, if that start was the Luton match, right? Even with Luton playing well, it's not like they're defending well, right? So yeah. it's like, so even if that were an, an open match, you could see maybe that's a match where Jota just gets an 18 point return or something like yeah. that, right? He's always got that in his in his drawer, so to speak. I think there are interesting, I think Man City is a really interesting squad uh, for, for 25 because outside of Holland, there are, I suppose KDB, you can, but again, it's like okay. I'm sorry. i like, I'm like walking myself into and out of corners, right? You know, like ho- cul de sacs as like I talk a here. Yeah,
1: you're, yeah, you're.
0: exactly. I'm like on the one. I'm like doing the on the one hand, on the other hand, in my head before I actually mm-hmm. say a word. Uh, but I think that it's it's really tricky with Holland and KDB and Alvarez to know what you're going to get across these two weeks now we because the first match at home is chelsea i would expect something like a full strength squad and the question is and we, we may know more after tomorrow's match does a full strength absolute best version of chelsea squad include KDB, alvarez foden and holland do all four of them make a best choice 11.
1: no i i don't think so i think one of them falls out for bernardo silva uh, and I don't think – it depends on Pep's desire to play Foden on the left. And mm-hmm. if that's not a thing, then right. you've got Doku the Grealish back. Doku sort of thing. Yeah, yep. So I, I would I would expect some rotation, but again, I would sort of like point to the, the Jota argument of uh, – how, how much do we want to drill down into the I need two starts because – Liverpool and City the benefit of these teams is as you say uh high ceilings. We're right. talking about assets with very high ceilings. Right. Uh, and and to just raise the the um the odds of you getting returns across 180 minutes instead of just 190. I'm fine sort of rolling the dice there. So um but I guess the 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 core of the question is then who? I think De Bruyne right. is probably less likely to just not see minutes in either match, like to just sit on the bench and not come in uh, into a match. Whereas a player like Foden uh, or even Bernardo Silva, I think those are players that you could just see not get any minutes in one of the matches. So I feel like I would put KDB beneath uh, a second choice beneath Holland in terms of my Man City rankings.
0: Yeah, I think that I think KDB goes second as well now, and uh, I'm very curious tomorrow. I think we we'll get a little more information on. Let's see how many minutes he plays. I, I probably starts, but does he play sixty? Does he play seventy? The question then is, and I don't want to go too far down this road because by the time people are listening to this pod, we'll know. You know, in many Holland cases. Holland will have already scored five this.
1: goals. It would be yeah, yeah. Like,
0: exactly. But like Alvarez, right? I mean, I don't think Alvarez goes a full ninety without playing a match, and I would expect him to start one of these two certainly as well. And so um, he's just, he's just too good, right? He's just playing too well right now. And, um, and, and he's not really a forward anyway, right? He's sort of, He's kind of a jack of all trades type player, right? You can play him as a forward, you can play him in a KDB playmaker role, you can play him on the right, um, and so there are lots of spots where where you could you know fit him into the into the squad. So um, so I, I think it's really tricky. And then defense, in terms of the defense, I don't know. I mean, it's it's really hard to recommend uh, a Man City defender ahead of ahead of game week twenty five. I mean, I, I can't think of a single defender I'd be excited to have right there's all this let I mean, Kyle Walker stuff and I suppose Ake is maybe the safest you could get but they also in like what seems like virtually every single match have a moment yeah like after the 75th minute where they just lose their concentration and concede a goal and it's happened so often now that I don't think you can just you can just call it a like a a a fluke or a moment of randomness or whatever. It's like, it feels like it's symptomatic of some kind of, it's almost symptomatic of how good they are. Right. That like, they sort of, they have these matches in hand so much that they just sort of switch off a little bit. I am so not
1: interested in having a city defender for that reason. And then they just become something you want to offload. Yeah. And even at 5 million, I like defense in FPL has been so miserable the last month or so. I can't yeah. even feel like I can justify more than uh f- more than 4.5 on any defensive asset unless you're going up to a truly attacking defensive asset like Trippier yeah. or Trent. And that's yeah. ultimately like the biggest issue right with the City defenders is there's nothing yeah. uh as far as attacking
0: uh, output. Yeah. There. So it's really interesting. I mean it's just it's just a really and and i will i'll push back on something that you said earlier and, and and i don't think i don't think you're you're wrong exactly but you were saying that you're sort of you're giving up a little bit of hope that like one transfer one decision is going to turn everything around and i i think i think it's right not to not to think that way in general because it's um it sort of sets you up for disappointment or whatever, but I will say there are a lot of managers who brought in as a a couple of weeks ago, right, and benefited from from his brace. Uh, a lot of people who captained Watkins uh, in in twenty three and and are, are unless there's an absolute explosion tomorrow, set to do very well as a result of that. And so I do think that there are. There are like, and, and so, uh, you know, to bring it back to 25 for a second, um, just because that's what we're talking about here. I do think that maybe there is somebody out there who just says, you know what, Ivan Tony it looks incredible. Um, I think that, you know, I think he's going to start and play the full 90 in both these matches. I see at least one goal in these matches for him. And so maybe maybe he's a, a great transfer for 25, right? Like somebody who's like a little off the radar and you just sort of, Maybe you fade Darwin, right? And you just kind of, you know, go for it with somebody like him. Um, there was a question from uh, Eric. He said, is, is Morris an MFFA type player, Brandon? Your boy, Carlton Morris. Does he need to enter the conversation? Are you are you a Morris head?
1: <laughs> no, I hate Carlton Morris because I dropped because the last time I I well the one and only time I'll ever get uh, Morris was for a Luton double game week earlier this season, and I right. dropped Ollie Watkins ahead of his twenty three pointer <laughs> right. for this it's garbage. Always, why
0: why why are Morris and Watkins linked like this, Brandon? It's just like they they they're destined like. Uh, like uh, protons and neutrons to yes. circle the uh, to circle this FPL season. Okay, happy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Any more questions before we get into? Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I think the the FPL Alex had just a question about how hard do we hit double game week twenty five? Is it, is triple Liverpool not worth it if we don't want a free hit in twenty six? And I I think it's it's the honest answer, even though it's a it's a kind of boring answer is that it, that is to be determined. And I think in some ways it depends on how I feel about Salah. And mm-hmm. um I think I'm probably going to bring in at least one Liverpool player in, in 24. I am actually leaning towards Jota. And the only thing like, so I, it wasn't that I was like down on Jota before. I mean, cause I, I, it was just about how high, you know, he kind of ranks in, in our little ranking system we just did there, yep. like the counter Bradley um, system that we put together. Uh, but I think that it's, um, I, you know, I do think that if, assuming we don't get new is like solid return is imminent. Uh, and maybe they kind of wait until the League Cup final, right? I think that's that's a possibility. Um, then, then I think the Jota, you know, really could be a, a great pick, and it'd be fun to have Jota for 24, right? I mean, home to home to Berlin. At The moment I have zero Liverpool players, and so I, even even if you didn't have a game a double in 25. I'd be looking at a Liverpool player for my 24 transfer. Um, And so, uh, but I don't, I don't know if I'll get to three or not in the end. I think I may end up with, with two Liverpool Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's just how it might have to be. Yeah, I have Jared Bowen at Arsenal, and uh, I... He turns into Jota so easily. (laughs) uh, Yeah,
1: and, like, I can't stand the sight of him. It's a real shame. I hate when this happens with fantasy assets where, like, I like Jared Bowen. I like his play style. He's just playing on a West Ham team that's going through a horrible moment right now in terms of creativity and attacking output, really missing Paqueta and... uh, yeah. I mean, if, if he was looking a little better, I would be more inclined to roll my transfer and wait for the solid news. But yeah, I, I feel, I feel the same way. And that Jota is, is very tempting.
0: What do you think about um, uh, what the Watkins to Darwin move? I think a lot of us were, were considering that for 24 or 25. And uh, you know, Watkins play, they, they host man United in 24 and they, they play way to Fulham in 25. So in some ways, the 25 move is, is a little more appealing if you're going to move on from Watkins. Um, I don't know. I mean, and obviously we also have this, are you worried at all about the Darwin foot injury, right? He um, came off the bench. He had this sort of, hadn't trained for a couple of days. And so it yeah. wasn't a shocker that he didn't start today, but it doesn't sound like it's anything serious. He obviously came on uh, in the last, like, 20. There was a kind of a fun moment. I like the moment when uh, he hit that terrible shot and then Gabriel like screamed in his face, kind of like yeah <laughs> whatever. And then they just started hugging on the pitch, and I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I like yeah, I like the passion, I like the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fire. Yeah, so, yeah. I,
1: I I I love it when you can almost hear the rocks rolling around in Gabriel's head uh, in moments like that. Just like truly <laughs> I don't know if Darwin's <laughs>
0: much. I, I don't know. I don't know who is uh, coming off better in that in that in, 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 yeah interaction. Yeah, um, yeah. Gabriel had a very tough match. Very. He almost a uh, you know, classic. Gabriel, he almost scored in the match too. He mm-hmm. had a, like a another one of those Gabriel headers from like 13 feet away where you're like how yeah. how is he this far out of the box and how did he get this close to scoring on this corner? Like he's he's got a real knack for for set piece. I set
1: feel piece. bad for him on that own goal because it's another Saliba mistake and Saliba yeah. is just becoming famous for uh you know uh just abdicating responsibility in, in moments like that. He's like, maybe if I let the ball roll, maybe if I screen yeah. or shield and he, he, oh, he either is too rash or doesn't do anything. There's really yeah. no in between for Saliba. So I feel a little bad. Yeah. For, uh, I think
0: Raya, I think Raya's had some moments too, where I, I feel like it's, you, you, wouldn't mind seeing him like command his box a little more aggressively. Um, although it's so weird because we the a player who I do think is usually pretty commanding was uh, was is Allison. And he and I mean of all the two players, like Allison yeah. and Virgil Van Dyke, it was such an unusual, like it's crazy that <laughs> Yeah, happened.
1: Allison let in a Matt Turner goal against uh Trossard. That was that was yeah. pretty cool to see. That Just was, going yeah. back to the the Watkins thing. I'm fine. I would be fine moving Watkins to Darwin Nunez for game week 24 because. I'm going to I, isolate this
0: this quote and okay. drop it on.
1: Yeah, I'm, do, I'm yeah. not doing it. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's a fine logical strategy in that I, Sheffield United, it, I, I don't think it can be underscored enough in this moment how bad they are and how mm-hmm. Chris Wilder is already into his King Lear moment. Uh, in this run at the, at the club. And he's just like blaming referees eating sandwiches for all of his he's problems. Really,
0: he's really, he's like, I don't know. It's so funny because he got this job and it's like, he, he came in at a 10, you know, it was like, there was no building up yeah, of, too you know, I, 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 you know, the alternative would be to have a Roy Hodgson who's, who's been at a, like a zero the entire season. And so what's, yeah? what do you want? It's like, at least the anger shows he's like engaged. Sure. He's giving the fans something. And, yeah. But yeah. I,
1: uh, Watkins, God, uh, you sell him at your own peril, yes, and I think he's still sure. a good player to hold. But if you're chasing some kind of upside, I think this is exactly the right moment to try to move Watkins to a player with uh, with that potential at Liverpool with the, the double coming. I mean, do you totally disagree?
0: I don't totally disagree. I would say because Villa had been so good at home this season, and obviously just because he had such a great match and, and is in a nice run of form. I, my inclination would, be, and, and also because Darwin is still a little at, at, a, at risk, I suppose. Um, my inclination is not to bring in Darwin. Um, the, uh, you know, the thing for me is because I have Alvarez in Holland, I, I, am still considering a kind of lateral like Alvarez to Darwin. And then, cause and then that would give me another man city spot that I could turn into KDB. Right, so that is something um, I'm I'm considering as well. So that that that's like another route that I would go, and then I could honestly just keep uh, Watkins, which I I don't, I, I you know that is like a an approach that I don't a- absolutely hate because Villa um, play you know Fulham away in 25. It's not a great fixture, but it's, it's not terrible. And then and then it's Forest and Luton Town in 26 and 27. Right, so um, I mean. And obviously, that can just be a transfer, right but like if you're if you're tripling up on Liverpool players and stuff like that, it's gonna be hard to I don't know like it'd be kinda nice just to have Watkins and just like kind of be like all right, I'm just gonna have him for this full match and and maybe I don't bring in um Tony or Darwin or something like that, and then I'm just sort of set long term I don't know but again, I think I am trying to play the game weeks in front of me a little bit more, and I think that's kind of like this like little bit of hedge that I've been trying to do more, which mm-hmm. is like trying to play like five game weeks at once, it's not working, you know? It's like, I really need to like, just kind of focus on one, two, three game weeks. And, you know, it's like 29 right now, right? Like the, this big, like blank that could be coming and it will be coming. There's no, there's no getting around it. I don't have a firm strategy on that yet because it's just going to get in the way for me right now, right? And I, and I still have a free hit. And so I, as do you. And so it's just like, there's no reason it, worst case scenario, I just play that, right? But let's get through twenty-five, and then we can kind of decide, you know, what we want to do from there. So that's that's where my brain is right now.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. You're you're planning the Ivan Tony seed for me of Watkins or Solanke to Tony just into game week twenty-five, and maybe that is the better Darwin move considering the blank in twenty-six for Liverpool. I will say just uh, again on Watkins, Watkins is of course better, a better player at home and they're hosting Manchester United in game week 24. So this is good. Manchester United, sadly, again, lost, uh, Martinez and central defense. So are they going to be as strong as they have been the last, I don't know, the last game, um, yeah, the last, uh, uh, seven days. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, Lots of options. Lots of options. Yeah, despite how down I am on any one individual asset, (laughs) there are still lots of options that appear to have upside.
0: I was just trying to balance things out. We've talked about this before. Like Truman Westerners, Brandon, you and I try to – you know, if one is up, we try to bring the other one down. If one is down, we try to bring the other one up. We want to, we want to be right in the middle, ideally at all, at all times. That's the, that's the Midwestern way of life, Brandon. So, um, we have now done what is (laughs) effectively like a full pod before we even got to, um, our, our first break of the pod, Brandon. So I want to quickly though, shout out, and I, I think I, I actually think I have the wrong, I don't think I have the name exactly right for this podcast or for this contest, Brandon, but this is, is it the Premier League non-Premier League kit contest? Is that right? Yes.
1: Yes. That sounds yes. right. Okay. okay. And you gotta get it is shoehorn second half league
0: in there somehow. Right. Second half. yeah. So we, we basically to, to sum it all up, starting in game week twenty-four. So starting a week from now, right? Or a week from yesterday, uh, we are going to start a new second half league. OK, you don't have to change your team, but the league, the, the if you join this league, it starts in game week 24 and the points start from game week 24 on. So if you are mired in a little bit of misery so far this season, Brendan, you and I might know a little bit about that.
1: Touching distance, it all,
0: yes. It all resets. It's like the end of Fight Club, Bren It's all going to reset. Shh. And it never made sense that, uh, by the way, I don't know why blown up buildings would reset credit card companies. It was Even, even in 1999, it was all electronic. Right, I don't really understand. They At least and have also, those
1: real to reel tapes going in some other building. And how do they the clear
0: house? out these buildings? You're you're like you you work in we work in Manhattan like there's you're, somebody you're,
1: in you're,
0: there. Hundreds of people. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a giant. I used to work in the Time Life building many years ago. At 1 a.m. at the Time Life Building, there's like 200 people in that building, like doing various things, like all kinds of stuffs going on. So I, they killed like a thousand people at the end of Fight Club. There's no way they didn't. So, yeah, I hold Meatloaf uh, yeah.
1: responsible. There's blood you on should. his hands.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, the many versions of Tyler Durden. And uh, anyway, so that's 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 beside the point, though, Brennan So we are we're, we're sitting here in Game Week 24. It is open to uh, to Patreon supporters. That that's all Patreon supporters, at any pledge level, including any new that joins this week so uh i know this is a little bit of a uh you know that's the catch i suppose yeah. but uh if you listen if you listen to the pod and you enjoy the pod and you want to support the cheaters uh you can do it at a very like the lowest pledge level is is nothing right it's like less than a cup of coffee so uh if you want to support the cheaters uh, you can go to patreon.com always cheating the winner of this contest gets to pick the kit of their choice the catches the, the kit cannot be from the premier league yeah. And the kind of other part of it is that Brent and I will also get that kit for ourselves. Yeah. So and then we'll we'll model it, we'll take some photos whatever. There but we'll a... we we will support you we will support your club that you pick whether it's your club or just a club that you think is funny. Like maybe maybe you've always wanted a Saint Pauli kit, right? Like the club, <laughs> whatever, right? Like then then we will get kits for ourselves as well.
1: There was a discussion yesterday about Luton Town and if Luton gets relegated does that qualify them for the non-premier league kit contest because <laughs> i was complaining about how the luton town orange kit makes them look like they all are doing uh like hot and ready's at little caesar's pizza <laughs> um so i don't think that I think, counts uh, no are no, off the table
0: I, no i i agree and i actually think um however if you wanted to pick like lester or a promoted team i actually think that would be okay I think it's uh, if it's a championship club coming up, I think that would work. But ideally, I want to see some like weird. I want to see some weird stuff, Brandon. I want to (laughs) see I want to see some like Argentina. I'm not even talking like Boca Juniors. I want deep, like weird, hard to get stuff. Like, gotta go to you know. I, I, we'll find it. We'll hunt down whatever whatever, whatever is required, right? If we have to go to a club <laughs> shop, you know, somewhere, then we're going to make that up. But anyway, so you go to patreon.com slash always cheating to support the pod. Um, we'll have the link up there. Um, I actually, I wonder if I can do this in real time. I've been meaning to do this, Brandon, and I'm going to do it right now. It. No, I'm not, because that'll be distracting everybody listening. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it after this pod is down, I promise. And we'll get that up on our um, uh on on the we'll get it on the discord we'll also put it on our patreon page that you can just the second you um uh, click support join the pod you can get access to on cool. um, that league and we'll have an auto join link so it's really nice and easy so uh yeah thank you to everyone who supports the pod and hopefully this contest is a nice way for all of our patreon supporters to feel like they have a chance to uh play for something uh down the stretch <laughs> no matter how you're doing in your various mini leagues and overall rank wise
1: Outstanding. Uh, Yeah, patreon.com slash always cheating. Josh, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll take some more questions from our FPL mailbag looking ahead to Game Week 24.
2: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
0: All right, Brandon, we're back. Game week 24 kicks off next Saturday. Nice long week in between matches. And we have what I would consider to be an FPL classic, Brandon. You got a nice early morning fixture on Saturday. You've got a nice slate, 5 10 a.m. East Coast time matches. Uh, And then you got Forest Newcastle classic. God knows what's going to happen, Newcastle match. Two on Sunday, and then a little fun Monday match, Brandon. So a, lot, a just little ex-
1: fun. Mo- Can honestly, you imagine this is being exactly, a Palace fan or a Chelsea fan right now? That's going to be like the misery derby.
0: That is, that is so weird. I mean, I, I don't think Poch is going to get sacked, but I, it honestly just feels like the gambles that they made on so many of these players is just like a little like we're catastrophic, right? Like, uh, the mudrick types and oh man, but that's, I don't know. I don't want to get, I don't want to get Chelsea. I don't want Chelsea fans to get any more bummed out than they already are. So, (laughs) um, but this is to me like looking at the slate of fixtures for 24, this is what I want from my premier league weekend. Right. So, uh, like I want a bunch of matches on Saturday, give me a couple on Sunday right so i can sort of check in and out depending on what my what my schedule allows and then and then a little dessert a little monday match at the <laughs> uh-huh. end uh, especially when it's kind of it's fairly low stakes like yeah. i will have palmer uh starting for this match certainly but uh will i captain him very unlikely right based on the other players yes. that are that are available so um so it's kind of a fun and he's also like almost he's, his ownership is getting quite high right so it'd be just kind of a fun almost pure watch-ish kind of match to end the week so um we talked a little bit about this but just to just to kind of get it on get it organized here for game week 24 your thought at the moment barring any injuries is that you're going to hold your transfer keep your powder dry
1: i'd i'd really like to hold but uh i think the i feel like no attacking liverpool assets when they're home hosting burnley is uh being very making yourself quite exposed Also, the other side of that is you're not taking advantage of a great opportunity to score points. Uh, And Bowen has a bad fixture, and uh, he's been bad himself. So I think in all likelihood, I move Bowen to uh, Jota or a Liverpool midfielder of, of my choosing. Yep. And then the captaincy becomes tricky. We can get to that you uh sounds like you're also targeting jota i hate when we pretty make much, the same move
0: but. i know pretty much the same spot though and and my you know we don't have the same i don't have bowen i have i have um i have odegaard but i'm in the same spot where i mean odegaard is i've probably been guilty of being a little sour on him on some recent pods and it listen it's there's fantasy and there's there's the premier league right and odegaard might have been the reason that arsenal won today right like and so he's obviously an extremely good player i don't want to badmouth him but fantasy wise he's been catastrophic for me right (laughs) like just sort of all of the ways i could have gone all of the transfers i I could have made and i i I brought him in a few weeks ago and it's it's one of those moves you look back and you're like where where was my head when i you know when i did that and so but anyway so he so he just moves to jota so easily right and so it's it's similar to bowen where it's like why don't i just you know almost no chance that sal's gonna be back for this match right so why don't i just go Bring in Jota, right? They they host Burnley. It should be a match where you'd expect Liverpool to score several goals, and and then I've got a player who I think will get at least one start in 25, if not two. What's the? Why wouldn't they make that move? Yeah. Right? It feels it feels like a pretty straightforward one. I think the um, the keeper situation is kind of interesting now, as you know, many of us own Areola. Uh, He gets subbed off at halftime today for Fabianski. Um, It's just been really chaotic with Areola. It's like he had this, he's been terrible, terrible fantasy wise for many, many weeks. And then suddenly he can't stop scoring double digit returns, right? Just like molten, molten fire. And now he's back to playing like half of these matches, getting subbed off at halftime, subbed off before a pen with like a (laughs) minor injury. It's, I, and, I mean, I don't know. So, like, I – at the moment, my He's plan tripping. is not to – I think the kids to, say yeah. Ariola
1: is tripping.
0: Yeah. And you and I both have good backup options. I mean, I uh, I I've actually heard that there's a chance that we don't see Pope at all this season. Um, yeah. I, I heard that recently. So, uh, so I probably – even though God, Newcastle's defense has been you know, just as bad, but I'll probably start Dubrovka uh, for this one. And um, I don't know. I mean, if you had Dubrovka or – Ariola, so Dubrovka. They play Forest away or Areola, It's West Ham hosting Arsenal at home. I think even without the Ariola chaos, I'd probably go Dubrovka. And just Zero questions. Dubrovka yeah. start yeah.
1: all the all day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I have I have Leno. He's my backup to Ariola, or I should say the the other way around. And yep.
0: Hosting uh, Bournemouth.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll just I'll just hope for saves there. F- fulham have not been great defensively recently, and they've not yeah.
0: been Get a clean sheet lane 22, though, That's right? true. So that's yeah, true.
1: Dude. Yep. Um and I'll I'll you know I'll 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 be very uh sort of moody during that match. Wanting a fulham victory, but wanting Solanke <laughs> points, but right. wanting my Leno clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh what am I doing?
0: Yeah, you're all over the place. That that's a that's a classic fantasy experience right there. Right yeah. there. Um so we did talk about the, yeah. And so I think that's, that, that is my, that's where I'm leaning. The only thing that would maybe change is if I decide to get super aggressive right away with, um with, with like a KDB type move. Um, but I don't love it. Part of the reason I don't is because Man City um, play the early match on Saturday. Um, and so the lineup tomorrow will be instructive, right? Like if KDB, for example, was rested tomorrow, I don't think it's likely, but like if he didn't start, um, then I would really like him for the home match with Everton. Um, If he he plays 85 minutes on, you know, tomorrow, um, I don't really like him at all as a transfer, right? Because they played the early match a handful of days after that. And again, it's not like, I don't think I'm being overly cautious here, right? I mean, this is what, you know, Pep and KDB have come out and said, which is that we are going to try to treat him really carefully and not and not overwork him and not sort of reaggravate this this hamstring that's just gonna be a recurring you know problem for him now maybe for sure. the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, because he's at that point in his career where he'd still like to play more football. He's achieved so much, but yeah, if they keep aggravating it, then his career might be totally over at this at this high level. Totally. Would you um, consider being super aggressive and taking a hit to get both Joda and KDB for twenty four?
0: I don't think I can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't hate it. Um, if you have the money, I think because I moved early on Holland, I, I did sort of, and I, I went from ESOC to Holland. So that, that, that gobbled up like 6 million, you know? And so I think that right. I, I, you know, it's a little harder, I think to, to get there. Um, I'm not even sure I can, I don't know. I got, I got to look, I got to, I got to get my like calculator out, Brandon, and figure out sure. how many, more. it's, it's all, it's all well and good to talk about how I want to have KDB and Holland and maybe Trent and, wow. Shota. and then you start to look at it and you're like, Oh wait, no, I can't afford, I can't afford half yeah. of those players. You <laughs> get some
1: financing mm-hmm. from the premier league. You'll be fine. That's I true. Think if that's I, great. if they
0: could float me like just yeah. 5 million for a sh- and I'll <laughs> pay it back, you know, you got I'll, a little
1: I'll... post-it note on your computer monitor <laughs> yeah. that just says, Pay uh, FPL commissioner, uh, you know, 2.1 million.
0: Wouldn't that be amazing if they were like a let you do that? Like for one game week, you could have 5 million. But then the next game week, you had to return like 6 million. It was like they like, charged you yeah. interest. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, they should, uh, they should do that.
1: Yeah, I think the captaincy decision is kind of interesting and will largely be based on our assessment of Manchester City and Holland on yeah. Monday because yep. if Holland is kind of like, eh, I don't know, uh, yep. we're still not totally sold on his epicness, yep. then maybe it would feel more fun to wait and captain on the midday fixture for Saturday yep. and go for a Liverpool attacker because they're at Anfield. Yep. I expect them to dismantle Burnley per, uh, pretty easily.
0: And I wouldn't be stunned if Everton gave Man City a little bit of trouble as well, right? They're uh I, I mean, this this weekend was 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 a tricky one. But in general, their defensive I talked about Bournemouth, but yeah. Everton's defensive numbers have been really solid as well um, the the you know, last handful of weeks. And so, um, I you know I, I don't know that that's like a total walk in the park. I, it's not a it's, it's not a bad match for Man City, but it's not an absolute gimme. And I think because there's a little bit of doubt now around virtually every single player in Man City, right, and whether they're going to start a particular week or not. Um, I think that, yeah, I think Jota at home to Burnley could end up being a really fun captain pick. And, um, I actually wonder if he might end up being, well, there's enough managers out there with Darwin too. Um, and of course if Holland scores like a hat trick tomorrow, then you probably just default (laughs) to Holland. Right. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of different, um, ways does this, this which i think is great it's good for the game just because it hasn't worked out once for you and me so far so far mm-hmm. uh does not mean that i does you know, we we can't have it both ways right we can't lament when there's no interesting captain picks and then also lament when there's a bunch of captaincy chaos right it's like it's either it's it's hard to it, it's you know it, it, i want the chaos because it's like you were saying before it's a chaos is a is a ladder Brandon. Sure. you, you say I that just because I meant bald? <laughs> you, what, what's ahead?
1: <laughs> oh no, that wasn't the, wasn't the bald guy. That was Littlefinger who said chaos Yeah, a it wasn't,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It wasn't the um, whatever his yeah, name The, was. Yeah, the freaky bald guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Varus, Varus right, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, Varus the eunuch. Um, all right. So I, yeah, I think, I think that's where I'm leaning. I think you could, honestly, you could make a case for Palmer uh, in that Monday match. I think that uh, he's been I mean, Chelsea are, are in a really tough spot right now, but he is um, uh, consistently playing really well. I thought even in the Liverpool match, he had some moments. Um, they get into the box too. Like it feels like there's always a chance for a, like a pen. Like I actually, we didn't really get a chance to talk about this uh, even on our Thursday Patreon pod. But um, I, yeah, I felt like he really, um, I, I'm honestly shocked that first pen wasn't called for Chelsea in that match.
1: Yeah, I mean the same thing happened uh, against Liverpool, where Gallagher had a clear Van Dyke, clearly chopped him down in the box, and apparently, yeah. the the refs hate Chelsea.
0: But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think Chelsea hate Chelsea, so it's it's a mutual hate fest. Yeah, you know, a, yeah, you yeah.
1: hate to see it. Yeah,
0: but about the pa- hate. I don't, well, Palpatine doesn't, Brandon. we we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's right about a lot of things. So here's the
1: thing with Palmer that you that I could say in a positive way and that be like, sure, let's try and captain him Mm -hmm. is there are precious few teams right now where there's that one player that we know is the talisman. I think that's been a tricky part of the season is all these great teams have so many great players, and they're spreading the points around. Even like West Ham, it used to just be it's Bowen. Well, Bowen is kind of ceding some territory to Kudos right now. Man City is spreading all these points. Arsenal doing the same thing. And uh, with Chelsea, it's only Cole Palmer. So if you think that that's a decent fixture for Chelsea to bounce back and they get – on, out from under their home support, maybe that's good vibes for yeah. them to just be uh in a in a different ground, then maybe maybe Palmer is a good pick.
0: Yeah, I think that uh he's I, I was looking at um Palace uh a second ago because I was curious if they um what was gonna happen with Hodgson and if like if he was even, even be coaching um for next week's um sure. match. Yep. And uh apparently you Parish is uh, having difficulties finding a manager who's willing to take on the role um, this, this this late in the season. <laughs> um, I thought
1: you were going to say he was having f- uh, trouble finding uh, Roy Hodgson. He's like, I'm trying to get him on the phone to talk to him about this. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: difficulties finding. Can't, can't find, get him find, on does the blower. Not know, does not know where he is. And then I was thinking it would be cool if uh, – and that's why I was, I was Googling where, where Patrick Vieira is right now because you know in, in Italy when they fire a manager, they typically – um or not typically but they sometimes they will fire the replacement and they'll bring back the manager that was sacked right because they are still paying him to do a job like you never see this in the premier league but this well, is well like a,
1: you didn't crystal palace do just this where they've had hodgson he left Got yeah. Vieira, and then he's st- well, he sort of.
0: Yeah, did they st- like? Yeah, did they? I don't like, think they sacked sack Hodgson Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. But like, I love the idea that like they're probably still paying Vieira, right? They probably gave him a four-year deal or whatever. Uh, but he is he is currently managing Strasbourg in uh, League One, so he would have to leave. Uh, League uh, to uh, to do it. So, anyway, I don't think that's happening. No, uh, and Palace is probably fine. It's actually interesting looking at the the table right now. I mean, Luton are above Everton at the moment. Now, granted, Everton did, did get docked points, but but still, it's uh, and Forest are in a little bit of trouble too, yeah. Brandon. It's uh, so we we've got to like and you know Palace should have just enough talent. It's kind of hard to see them going down, right? It's just like it's hard to see a team with SA and Elise and and a kind of veteran heavy defense um yep. getting getting relegated and so i don't understand why a manager wouldn't take that job like it's all you have to do is like a mediocre job right they have what 14 <laughs> matches 14 yeah. matches left you win 5 out of 14 like yeah everyone's gonna be thrilled right five and 14 get a draw in there as well <laughs> like they get them to 14 point or i mean to, to 40 points in the season yeah fine. when you
1: put it that way like nuno should have held out for the palace job and not taken yeah. this forest job which seems like a yeah such a crappy managerial I job i know
0: it's like and, the
1: owner seems like a crazy person and the squad yeah. is uh, ginormous and weird
0: yeah, and it kind of worked last year. And I, I still, I actually don't think they should have sacked their manager. I thought that I thought it was a little, un, you know, unfair. But uh, let's see, maybe Gio Reyna will, will, will be a spark. He'll probably start that Newcastle match on Saturday too. So um, maybe we make Gio Reyna our um, MFFA player of the week, Brandon. You know, he's got that dog in him. Okay, uh, has, uh, yeah, he does. To hit, to hit yeah, his parents
1: at least have the dogs in them. So uh, <laughs> by proxy, uh, yeah, yeah. Gio has the dog as well.
0: Yeah, all right. So I'm pulling for Gio this weekend. Uh except I don't actually want him to score because I'm restarting Dubrovka. I just want him to look good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um so let's let's wrap things up though. We have two two final questions here. Uh, the first one's from Patrick. He says, uh, who is your ideal front three? He says, uh, Holland feels obvious, but Watkins, Solanke, Tony, Darwin, Alvarez, Cunha, Cunha was awesome. And uh, you know, for, for Wolves, we yep. never talk about him. Um, and even Adebayo for, for Luton all feel like good picks as well. So um, I think, is this one of those questions, Brandon, that the answer answers its own question, which is that there there isn't an ideal front three when you've got nine or ten different good forwards sure. and that you just kind of have to be kind of nimble.
1: This is what I'm struggling with, I think. And, and what lies beneath my point about one transfer is a difficult strategy because there are all these options and good luck picking the one that's going to go off in one particular week. Now, can I sit here and recommend wolves assets to people? Wolves have been great. Wolves are having a good season, et cetera. It's these are good players. Yeah. Uh, but, for for just one week, for two weeks, for for a certain window, are wolves going to yeah. be the guys. So, uh I guess It'll be just fun go. in
0: 20 26 will be a will be a fun week for wolves because um four teams blank and uh so we'll all need players and they host Sheffield United in Beautiful. 26. So Beautiful. that there's your there's your chance to get Cunha right there.
1: Yeah. Uh apart from that, I feel like just a week ago the the perfect front 3 would be Alvarez, Solanke, Watkins, and now is it like Holland, Darwin, Tony? Even though it feels like (laughs) – that feels – It feels wrong. It feels not steady footing at all. Yeah. But I feel – I see a lot of upside there with – that's three forwards with – all three of them have doubles in 25.
0: I know. How long – I mean, this is just like a, it, it like it's a multi-year question at this point, but okay, I haven't looked this up yet. I'm gonna look it up right now. How many double digit returns do you think that Darwin has this season? Just had to guess. I mean, I have not looked yet. Uh, two. I'm okay, two is what I was gonna say as well. yeah, um, uh, I almost I want to pick another number. let's just let's just stick with two here. He has three. okay, so he has he has an eleven pointer and twenty one. You got to go back to game week 10. He had a 10 pointer there. Uh, And then game week three, he had an 11 pointer there. So interestingly enough though, I mean, for all, you know, you go back 23 weeks in the season and he has yet to score more than 11 points in a particular game week, which is when you consider how, like how much he shoots. Right. And like how much, I I don't know. I'm, I'm actually, I'm honestly surprised. He just hasn't had some match where he just exploded for a hat trick. Right. where just like, I mean, the, you know, he just got lucky, right? And sure. things just sort of fell his way once. And it's kind of—I mean—eleven points for someone of his kind of volume is 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 a little surprising.
1: John McGinn has the same number of fantasy points as Darwin Nunez this season. It's
0: insane. It's really ridiculous. He's got seven goals on and eleven point one xg, right? So that's uh, nine assists on three xg. So he's like the king of the fantasy assist. So. Uh, go, go on, uh, Nunez. It's rare. I mean, there has to be a lot of like off the, like, you know, the ball is saved. Right. And then somebody knocks home the rebound, like the kind of, like the kind of thing that you wouldn't call like a real, like the premier league wouldn't call an assist, right. But in fantasy we do. Yes. Like I think he's, he's got a lot of those.
1: Speaking of what in, what is going on with FPL
0: that they didn't give that Gabrielle assist to Martinelli? I, Or to, to Gabrielle, the, the defender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't get it because explain yourself. Yeah. Because intention is like the decider, right? And the clearly that ball was, was, was tossed out for you know, for him to, for, for Martinelli to seize on, right? Do they believe Do you, it, it was a,
1: just a straight-up clearance and not a pass of any kind? But which, even,
0: But even still, the deflections, the touches, whatever. The, 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 the,
1: the Anthony Robinson assist to Muniz was well, just like, he... Yeah. Robinson cleared that ball he was flying through the air like he was a street fighter character like yeah. there is just as much intention I want, there no I
0: want I want to I want to I want to hope that that was intended because that was that was that, that was actually like the the highlight of my fantasy week so far was uh I got a bonus great moment from him yeah. too yeah yeah a beautiful um, moment
1: too when Munez scored that goal his first premier league goal and he broke yeah down. he's I, I really emotional
0: that, that was that was really cool too. And I, I just think it's cool because I mean, like, I, you know, I didn't even know, like, I mean, Frankie Munez was such a great actor you know and, and everybody loved um you know what was the name of that show that he did on uh, fox yeah
1: the, uh, uh stuck in the middle malcolm in the middle
0: Malcom, malcolm malcolm in the middle yeah and for his for his kid to be just banging him in already for for fulham is i think i think terrific so yeah, yeah congrats to the nepo baby but congrats yeah, to the frankie and his and his and his son um but yeah i think um i don't i don't get the gabriel thing at all i was shocked they didn't call that i actually i t- I, cause I tweeted such i said everybody i was basically like don't worry they're gonna it's fix coming. this because i was like sure i'm sure of it uh thankfully i didn't start gabriel i got that one right thank goodness yeah. I, I was actually a little on the fence about um about gabriel versus robinson and who i was going to start and i ultimately mm-hmm. thankfully did to go with robinson is worth what six points so that was i yeah. was lucky the way it worked big out in a game
1: like game week like this
0: one for sure um all right final question here and this this is one i'm not even sure we necessarily have the answer to although that was an interesting question it's from john clovis a Patreon supporter Brandon, but I don't think we've ever had a, class, a question from from Mr. Clovis before. Oh, so I remember
1: says. a Clovis Q.
0: I think so, too. He said, uh, can you tell me about fixture-proof players? Okay, so he has fixture-proof in quotation marks. Uh-huh. Does anyone ever check the data behind this? Or is it just another way of saying players are good? I didn't expect Bowen to be fixture-proof, but I just checked the season's scores. He has scored 5.6 points per game versus top 10 teams, 5.2 points per game versus bottom 10 teams. He passes the test. Um, yeah, what does fixture-proof mean to you, Brandon? Fixture proof means uh,
1: to me, you're going to bring them in and never consider benching them. I guess it's really a, I'm never benching them sort of argument. Yeah. And I think too, like we're, spent a lot of this podcast talking focusing on a particular stretch of the season game week 24 to game week 26 and often we're looking at oh this player is going to fit this particular span of time perfectly well a fixture proof player tends to also be synonymous with the season keeper perhaps so they would be those players that you'd use sort of carry on I I generally agree with like the larger point of this question is sometimes we just take this, this like fantasy jargon and drive it into the ground until it doesn't
0: mean anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. And I, I, it's, it actually got me thinking about uh, Pedro Porro who I had sort of put in a fixture proof territory. Yeah. And now I'm not even sure he survives game week 25. Uh, and, and to me, I think the, and I mean, this is a very, sp- I'm talking about him very specifically here, but like, I think uh, Madison being back is a real killer for him. I just don't know that he's he needs to be the kind of um, on like set pieces yeah. the way that he was you know before Madison returned and and because you know because Spurs don't really defend it's it's you really need consistent attacking returns you know to sort right. of make it make it worthwhile uh, by the way we like what a whiff you and me and Richarlison just like. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> that was, a, well, that was a, that I was still a think wonder. I'm
1: right. Uh, I, I'm yeah. never backing yeah. down from my I don't want to, hatred of yeah. Richarlison.
0: I just don't want to do like a, the sliding doors between yeah the game week where I could have gone Richarlison over uh, yeah. over um, Martin Odegaard. That's that was worth what like 35 points right there.
1: Fantasy points are fantasy points, and we just totally turned them away, and that's dumb. But <laughs> the reason that Spurs drew with Everton, part of that reason was. Richarlison could not hold the ball to save his life in that second half and yeah that's not yeah. a complete player folks
0: Okay. You've heard it. You heard it here. First, first, last, and, and whatever. <laughs> that's the end of that uh, yeah, conversation. That's, that's, the of this, that's the end of that. That's the end of that chapter. Um, all right. Well, on that note, I think that we're going to wrap things up here. Thank everyone for listening. Uh, good luck in 24. Good luck with planning for 25. I would recommend waiting, uh, till late in the week. I would just ignore the price changes. Wait until, uh, Friday uh, to make any transfer moves because, um, uh, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of injuries and, and and sort of you know because the man city match is the early match on saturday as well it might be one of those horrible spots where i actually have to set an alarm for like 5 45 a.m on saturday to see if mm-hmm. theres because there's going to be something right i mean we there's, there's a, always there's a, a
1: city leak always yeah
0: there's yeah it, it drove mark southerns out of business brandon okay <laughs> out of the, out of the out of the fantasy <laughs> business um so i don't know this leaker may be to be trying to pick off fantasy wow you know, we could be next. one by one yeah we could be next exactly so uh <laughs> i hope i hope he comes back of course but yeah i think uh, uh so i think there i think there probably will be leaks and i i highly doubt that anyone would get leaks and and not share them after what uh, yeah. happened this week so um yeah, don't forget keep, we keep did an eye out for that
1: yeah we didn't mention this either champions league and european football is back uh at, between game week 24 and game week 25 Right. Uh, so, right. You know, hmm. uh, City are away at Copenhagen, which is not really stiff competition by their standards. So, I don't think it's a huge yep. win. City's chasing the top of the Premier League table. Maybe they, I don't know how much that changes yeah. the squad rotation.
0: Still in a way match, though, right? You know, in, like in, in, a, in a Champions League elimination. So, I have to take it pretty seriously. Um, all right, well thanks to everyone for listening. And um, once again, uh, you can join that second half league uh, by becoming a Patreon supporter, go to patreon.com slash always cheating to do so. And uh, producers, Brendan, just because you're not you're not you're feeling of the weather. I'll do take the it, producer take it thank it away, yous buddy. here. Yeah. So Mike DePietro, Trevor Ingerson. Our buddy Chris Howell, Bob James Holland, Dave Wagner-Lodell, Nick Wright, Lazaro Sienos, Jesse Halsted, Bruce Kerr, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Todd Byerly, Andy Portlock, at FPL Merch, Carrie Swanson, Jefferson Turner, Buffalo Wild, Mings, Francis Moore, Sam Shower, Caleb Robbie, Vulgar Paulson, Kruger, Alex Holcomb, James Keeley, The Saint, Bob Fox, Craig Jackson, Shawn F. Kadakia, Terrence O'Donnell, Heath Cram, Thomas Tislov, Noah, and Louise Travis Grant, Linus Vennerstrom, Dan Parsons, James C, Matthew Skinner. What a nice, nice, healthy number of producers we have. Brandon so Frode good. Jacobson, Brennan Daniel Hart, Lolly Ben Coombs, Eric Kite, Gareth eight Gareth H. Excuse me, and our newest Patreon supporter, Rune Sandberg. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody, especially the the people who have supported us in the last in recent weeks. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's always uh, you know as you get farther into the season, it gets harder and harder to. Uh, to sort of keep the, the till of new supporters coming through. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, if you want to uh, support the pod even further, uh, or maybe you don't want to become a Patreon supporter, but you'd like to do something, uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, and just give the podcast uh, a five-star rating or whatever kind of system they use there. It helps uh, people find the pod. So, uh, you can do that. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're at Hail Cheaters on those platforms or on Facebook. Uh, You can also email us, hailcheaters at gmail.com or visit our website, alwayscheating.com, for any information that we uh, didn't cover here.
1: Yeah, you can't act like Stan Parrish. There's no way to reach us. Uh, There's every way to reach us, not Stan Parrish, uh, Steve Parrish, Stan
0: Parrish. I thought you were talking about like that Stan, that like, um, the um, the Eminem song about the the fan, you know, <laughs> oh, was trying to write up letters and I was like, I was like, wow, that, that guy had a last name in that song. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I love I love any analogy in which we get to play the part of Dido. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out Stan and good. Parrish. And I'm uh, looking forward to chatting more with our Patreon supporters on
0: Thursday. All right, sounds good. All right, talk to you soon.